What up, y'all? It's 7th Street, and you know I'm rocking with Doma T. Hey, this is Hill Harper. Prodigy from the infamous mall. Yo, what's up? This is Mark and my Hill. We out here brainstorming. We're one of the biggest brains in this city. Brother Doma T. Yo, what's going on? This is Jay Ellis, and I am brainstorming with Doma T. I'm here with Jay Ellis of Insecure, the game, and a whole, whole host of other shows. How I Met Your, your Mother, you were on. Um, and uh, just blessed to have you, man. What's going on? Uh, you know, just uh, in these cold Chicago streets. Yeah. Are you, now, where are you from? Uh, I live in L.A. I'm from a little bit everywhere. My dad was in the Air Force, so I moved around quite a bit. What has been the most difficult part about, uh, about kind of traveling through this industry as an African-American actor? Uh, we're talking about things like Oscar So White Men this year. We've seen a total turnaround right. in terms of our stories getting told and our right. recognition. Right. Um, has it been difficult for you being an African-American actor to get the shine that you deserve, the talent that you have? Uh, you know, I think that the, originally when it started out, it was just getting good roles, right? It was just getting roles that were authentic and real and, and felt like someone I'd actually seen before, or met before, or been related to. I think that was initially... the the start and those it's still kind of hard to find those sometimes for people i'm sure and, and and for myself as well but and then it grew into this thing of all right well where where are our stories getting told where are they getting uh, uh distributed and are they getting distributed in enough theaters are they getting distribu- distributed on enough uh television outlets and then that started to pick up a little bit right? right so now we're starting to see more of that we're starting to see hidden figures and we're seeing moonlight and we're seeing like all these things fences i mean we got three massive amazing movies with amazingly talented people who didn't hire me um uh but but regardless they all they all got there you know what i'm saying so so you know we're starting to see that it 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 is happening so you know do i think it's a struggle always um do i think it's a fight absolutely all the time but do i think that we're starting to see the fruits of our labor pay off absolutely that's what's up now who did hire you was uh Issa Rae and insecure absolutely love that show and i didn't expect it to speak to men as much as it did uh what did you think when you first saw the script and how did you go about even getting on the show and auditioning you know when i when i a buddy of mine actually sent me the script and was like yo before he called me or emailed me he was like yo have you read Issa's new pilot have you read insecure and i said no what is it and he said it's Issa's new pilot at HBO and I said oh dope I'm gonna send it to you you should read it there's something in here you should you should you you mean you would kill this and I was like all right yeah send it so I, I read it that night the next day I called my agent my managers uh my my attorney I called everybody and I was like yo who do we know and how can we get this done like how can I get on this show and it was quite a bit early I mean it was about a good six months before they started casting and so I went through pilot season and read a bunch of roles that were not authentic or genuine and didn't feel real and and um they were just stereotypical cardboard Mm. characters and and ended up passing on one and and then it's like that was a big one whatever it was i feel like it's something i see it on your face what was it i ended up no 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 no, no, because no but i ended up i ended up i ended up passing on one and uh it just wasn't for me and it wasn't what i wanted to do next and i knew what i wanted to do next even if it wasn't insecure i knew the type of character that i wanted to play Mm -hmm. next Mm -hmm. and and then the call for Insecure came. So I went in, I did my audition, and they tested me like a month later, a month and a half later. I booked it that day, and then uh, we shot the pilot and went with it. And when I read it, for me, it was like, yo, this is a normal dude. I know this dude. I went to college with this dude. I was this dude. This dude is literally my best friend who's 
36 years old and doing what he's doing. Like, you know, I just knew so many versions of Lawrence mm -hmm. um, who were real to me and authentic to me and weren't banging, weren't carrying guns, weren't dealing drugs, didn't live with their mom. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't just like all the things that we get, we see over and over. It was this real take on regular guy, on a regular to, yeah. dude, you know? And yeah. so um, I was like, I want to be that dude. Um, well, you already kind of talked about it. Uh, I was going to say, do you see yourself in the way Lawrence deal with, dealt with his relationship with Issa in the show? Because you are single-handedly responsible for killing my relationship with one of my best female friends. We had a, we did a podcast, and we got into a heated, uh -huh. heated discussion Sorry about it. That. I am so Team Lawrence, Team Lawrence Hive. Like, I was hashtagging, like, there's a community of people. Yeah. I don't know if you know. Yo, no, I know the Hive is real. The Hive is real. The Hive is real. I, I applied for Best Buy yesterday <laughs> just because. You know what I mean? But do you see uh, parallels between how he handled his relationship, or have you ever been in a similar situation? Uh, to any anybody actually on the show, maybe not even a character that you played, but uh, you know, do in, did any scenario on the show kind of ring true for you? Personally? I've probably been in Issa's position to Lawrence more than I have Lawrence's to Issa's. Mm. Um, I've always been uh, very very goal oriented and, and and always kind of been like a get up and go get it and figure it out kind of person. So I definitely have probably been closer to to Issa and in supporting. Um, and then like, yo, I'm tired of doing this shit. Like it's time. No, we're not going to do We're not going to play this game no more. I've definitely been that more than I have been on the other side, but I have been, in, you know, stuck in a rut in a way like him before where I wasn't sure what I was doing uh -huh. and how I was going to get to the next step and was down on myself and was, you know, doubting myself and living in fear for sure. Um, on the relationship side of it though, you know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a tough one. <laughs> I'm just going to say I'm Team Lawrence. I just want everybody to know that. Uh, I just want everybody to know that. But, um, yeah. yeah. Is, is it Okay, <laughs> last one, just because it's the day after uh, Valentine's Day. Um, is it difficult balancing your dating life with your career right now, man? And, and uh, you know, what tips would you give to anybody who has a demanding career that might be unconventional? Uh, but you still have to balance relationships that mean something to you. Yeah, I, you know, whether they're conventional, conventional, excuse me, or not, I think I, I'm super fortunate, man. I'm blessed. I, I My parents have been together for 35 years. I've gotten to see their relationship blossom, and they got together as teenagers, and they've been together ever since, and, and have both had very busy careers and demanding careers. And, you know, one of the things that I've always, that I picked up from them and I've always saw them do was, they made time for each other and my mom let my dad be a man and my dad let my mom be a woman like you know what i mean they shared responsibility there was no you know that you got to do this you got to do that you know they they communicated and communication i think is the key to all of it at the end of the day uh even if it's ugly right like i think that's the only way we get through anything including the current political situation that we in you know what i mean like we we have to constantly be talking whether it be to each other and you know to each other is one thing because we're almost preaching to the choir but in, in some situations obviously but you know we also have to be able to make sure we're reaching across the aisle and 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 making sure that people understand and can have understand our viewpoint and and we can have open and honest dialogue you know what i mean um but i think making time man just honestly it's just making sure to make time and communicate a podcast sharing ideas on hip-hop, news, and politics, politics with celebrities, thought leaders, and other brainstormers.